0: This podcast episode is sponsored by Navy Educate. Created by Navy Professional, Navy Educate has been founded to set a new standard in beauty education. The course will give you the theoretical and practical elements of what is required to ensure your standards as a beauty professional are high, consistent, and above the industry standard. All aspects of running and protecting your business, building a credible reputation, And standing out as a beauty professional are covered in this course. During the course, you will also be demonstrated treatment preparation and be given tips on Navy best practice within the salon. The Beauty Edit podcast has been given an exclusive ten percent discount on Navy Educate for our listeners. To secure a place on Navy Educate, please visit www.navyeducate.com and use code Podcast Ten for 10% off.
1: In today's episode, Rebecca Crawford, owner of Navy Professional, joins us to chat about and discuss how we can prepare our businesses for reopening once the restrictions are lifted. Rebecca shares her advice on what we can be doing during our remaining time off to plan, prepare and perfect. We cover topics such as pricing, checking stock levels, policies, risk assessments and plenty more and chat about the importance of nailing the basics such as customer service and presentation. We also use this as an opportunity to ask Rebecca all about the newly launched Navy Educate. Keep listening to find out what this highly anticipated course entails and why you should get involved.
0: Hi Rebecca. Hi guys. Hi, thank you for joining us today.
2: Oh, it's very welcome.
0: Oh, we're so excited to have you back on. Second
2: second episode with you. I know, I feel like royalty. I love it.
1: You're actually (laughs) the first ever person that we've done two episodes with. Yeah. Oh
2: really? Well, I'm just enjoying the fact that I'm not in the office and I get like an hour (laughs) an hour's peace and quiet. I've turned my phone on silent for the first time in three years. So yeah. Oh my Um, gosh. Yeah. Well, you've been super busy, aren't you? You've just moved head office? We have, yes. Yeah. Lots lots in the pipeline twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. We're just enjoying the sunshine. We've had a few days of, of beautiful sunshine in Yorkshire, so we're got the doors open, letting the fresh air in, getting ready to hopefully leave lockdown soon. I know. Um, talking about lockdown so hopefully
0: fingers crossed
2: mm-hmm. Boris
0: is going to make an announcement and we're all going to be back to work on the 12th of April.
2: Oh, I really hope so. Yeah, yeah I, I do.
0: Really. I, I mean obviously we're recording this podcast before Boris's announcement but mm-hmm. I really do feel really positive that we will return on the 12th.
2: Yeah, I hope so. If not, I'm going to find Boris. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking I'm, down. I'm going to go find him. No, I was saying actually in the office, see, we found that people are kind of, as we're coming to the like nearly the 12th of April, people are seeming a little bit more positive. We've had a bit of sunshine. So, yeah, yeah I'm feeling like we've got positive vibes and we're going to get a good result.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. And I think the added bonus of the vaccine as well. Um, yeah, people are feeling a lot more confident about coming out as well to the salons
2: yeah no certainly and I think I think to be fair how the industry's handled it in the sense of kind of getting almost ready to get back as being well what we've seen certainly has been really really positive like they're ready for things to be slightly different but doable you know
0: yeah yeah,
1: that's one thing we've said throughout the whole of this is this is at least giving everybody time to really think about the businesses and what they want to do and what they need to maybe change. Um yeah. so that's sort of what we wanted to talk to you about today is <laughs> sort of planning to get back to work. Um and obviously we'll we'd love to chat to you about Navy
2: Educate as well. Yeah, of course. No, that would be my pleasure. Um yeah, where should we start? Well, I, I think Shelby's just touched on a really good
0: thing. Like obviously we've been off work for like what in total has it been about ten months maybe? Oh, more maybe. Oh, it just seems so long, doesn't it? But mm-hmm. We've never been given time before. And I know we've spoken about this in other episodes, but giving time has really made you reevaluate whether that's your work life balance or something that maybe wasn't running as smoothly in your business.
2: Um yeah.
0: it's just give us that time to really focus and go back on the twelfth, all guns blazing, with everything in place, and just yeah. being the best you possibly can.
2: No, I I feel that, yeah. I think it's given a lot of people time to reflect on what they want to do and how they see their business and where they see it going. I think we've been on a bit of a roller coaster where we've had, uh, particularly because obviously we received so many DMs and we kind of, been on this journey with everyone obviously we've had to try and do whatever we can during the period of lockdown and kind of continue as much as possible um, and as normal as possible um, but we've kind of been on this roller coaster with our customers where it, it's kind of gone up and then we've gone back down again and we've gone up mm-hmm. and it's, it has been quite hard to watch in some aspects you know and um, but then it's also been quite refreshing because we're seeing people wanting to do something different and wanting to kind of update with the times so our industry is so so kind of outdated in certain aspects that it's also kind of gives brands I think chance to be able to just take a breath and go right okay what are we doing what are we saying so yeah I think it's it's had its ups and it's had its downs but I think the ups should really outweigh it over the next like year to 18 months yeah I do and I think with what you how you've just described it Rebecca is
0: because we've been in lockdown, out of lockdown, in lockdown, out of lockdown, whether that's been in England, Scotland, Wales, mm-hmm. Ireland, it's almost felt like you're just paddling, paddling mad under the surface, just trying mm-hmm. to keep afloat, trying to get them clients back in when we can, and it's just felt really panicky, I would, mm-hmm. I would say it is, but I think this time it feels like possibly fingers crossed it could be the last time that we're going to lock down and I, so. <laughs> I think clients are going to be really happy to see us and return so I think it's just going to be such a good stead to look at your business get things in place yeah and then open with a bang basically yes yes that's what we need Yes. yes. so
1: to get us going
0: then um what sort of
1: things should we be doing right now to really get our businesses ready to reopen on the 12th I'm going to talk in this podcast as if we've been given the go ahead to talk on the 12th yeah I am and if it isn't the 12th then you might have a little bit of extra time to put these things in place
2: (laughs) (laughs) but what should we really be thinking about right now well, we broke it down and we're doing quite a bit online about plan, prepare, perfect. Yeah. Which basically kind of breaks it down what should I be doing? So planning is the first and foremost thing, whether that is planning on um kind of refreshing your business. I know a lot of people have kind of gone back into the salons, gave it a cup of paint, give it a good clean, you know, like planning to kind of open. So making sure, um, see one of the things we've chatted about this week is returning to the salon and having products that are out of date because they've been sat on a shelf on and off for the last Mm -hmm. year and been used or been subject to kind of weather or whatever else so kind of planning what you're going to do if you're going to even condense your menu down or look at your prices planning is a really really huge part of it then obviously you're going to go into prepare so prepare for me would be right okay so now we need to action all those things that we've just looked at um so it may be I know quite a few salons have tried to reduce their menu um and just offer things um that work the best for them initially until they get back into a sink because i think we'll all find a huge rush of people going out to the salons in the first few months so it's trying to make sure that you're planned to make the most and the most revenue in that period of time and you're not kind of um doing treatments that aren't necessarily um very productive or very rewarded in in kind of a um a uh, money money orientated. you know you need to kind of just really focus on the things that are most valuable to your business and then it's perfect. So it's making sure or we're really keen on the fact of service. Uh, and Navy Educate, when we touch on that, it'll kind of go into that. But the actual perfecting of what you're doing, if you're going to go back, remind them clients why they've missed you so much, you know. I think in our industry, we can become quite complacent and we forget about the teas and the coffees and we might forget about little things. And that's what the customer loves the most. So I would say plan what you're going to change and if you're going to change things prepare yourself by taking action for those things that you planned and then certainly perfect them you know get them clients in and remind them how much you appreciate their custom and uh and and, and your career you know so yeah does that yeah does that yeah. yeah there's so many things that fall under
0: them categories though yes. that we'd be here all day talking about oh,
1: I mean, we've been using the time to do, especially the last couple of weeks, we've been updating our Google business listing to make sure that our correct working hours are on there. We've updated our images. Um, We've been checking our stock levels. We've done a couple of orders to make sure we've now got summer colours because... When we sort of originally closed it would cut just coming into spring, wasn't it? So mm, we mm. were just getting some more spring colours in, but we'd not had the proper summer open. So we seem to be
0: missing some summer colours.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we've yeah. been
0: doing that. We've looked at
2: our prices. We've had a price increase. Yeah. yeah. And we've Good. had new price lists. Yeah. So how did, how did you find that? Because this is one thing, again, something we cover in Heavy Educate about a lot of cause a lot of um beauty professionals aren't actually quite sure what how and why and and what they should be charging um how did you find it when you did it uh pretty easy
0: (laughs) i think i think we do get asked this quite a lot and and we almost see like people comparing their prices to mary down the road but like i've said (laughs) i've said my i mean i'm sure she won't mind one of my friends contacted me this week and sent me her price list and mm. she said to me what do you think and i said well you know i'd be happy to pay them prices but mm. please don't compare yourself um and i told her, you know start looking at your cost per service give yeah. yourself a salary how much do you want to earn per year how yeah. many weeks holiday would you like to take and then start breaking it down um yeah you know your overheads your overheads might be more they might be less than mary down the road so yeah. you know i sent her like quite a bit of information really and she was like oh my god i've never thought about it like that i've mm. just tried to compete mm. and i said don't compete no please don't compete this is a big thing
1: that we keep talking about me and mum is people undercutting each other if we all, just as an industry standard, if every year, every tax year when it came round, we all said we're going to increase it by this much percent and mm. everybody in the United Kingdom did it, in five years' time, we'd all be earning a lot more money. Whereas at the moment, because people aren't doing that, only some are, it's then making a bigger gap between mm. the cheaper salons and the more expensive salons. And it, it just outprices then the more expensive ones. It
2: really does. I remember, and, and Amanda, you'll probably remember this because you're a little bit older, like me, when we were <laughs> taught at college. You would charge a pound a minute. Did you ever learn this? No. So if you did, yeah. So if you did a sixty-minute um, massage, it would be sixty pounds. If you did a, a, a five-minute eyebrow wax, it'd be five pounds. That's how we got taught at college. And I remember thinking that can't be right. Like, but actually, when when you break it down and you look at prices that are out there now some some salons don't even charge a pound a minute for some of the items that they're they're doing. Like they'll be yeah. doing a, a manicure at like £25 and it's taking them an hour and I'm like, like just kind of just take everything into consideration and um and and kind of having that kind of guidance. Now all our, our AV educate is taught by a college student, absolutely renowned, amazing woman. And she was saying it's so frustrating. Like, obviously, colleges should be teaching these things. Like, mm-hmm. this should be basic of how to do it, but unfortunately, I don't. So, yeah, we we created a spreadsheet. I think it's downloadable on like social media, and you can like fill it out and just kind of get a guidance for yourself. But I definitely, definitely wouldn't recommend that they. Go with whatever their competitors paying yeah. or charging, you know. It's everyone's got different overheads, everyone's got different expectations, and um and everybody and then, uses different yeah, products as well, which then costs yeah. a different amount as well per treatment. Mm-hmm. So customers will go to those places, like you've got kind of different salons and, and different treatments and whatever else, but you'll go to that salon if you want that particular treatment or you want that particular brand, you know. So you can go and get like a, a, a salon system LVL or you can go to Nouveau and get an LVL and use two different products. But I think the brands um do enough kind of um marketing for their products for the consumer to know the difference between them. So don't ever question what you're what you're doing, you know, you you're using like a Nouveau product then charge a nouveau price, you know, like and consumers are they're very, very savvy when it comes yeah. to the, the treatment and they do a lot online um the sense the brands do a lot online to be able to justify you charging that a little bit more so I think yeah dev- definitely don't ever be afraid of charging a bit more I don't know why as well but we as
0: therapists feel bad increasing our prices and we almost feel like we have to justify it to the client um you know like I'm
2: really sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I saw a on social media and a lady had shared that she was saying, look, when I reopen my salon, um, I can't remember the lady who did this actually, but it was basically saying when I reopen my salon, I'm really sorry about any friends and family that got like a discounted rate. I can't afford to do that anymore. So if you could, if you, if you want to go somewhere else, that's absolutely fine, but I'd really love you to stay. But my prices are as what they are on my, on my price menu. And I thought, good on you. Well done. (laughs) like they sometimes think oh well you just do nails so and it's like no I I, it cost me money to do this like I don't do it for free you know so it's just having a little bit more confidence and people will appreciate that so much more yeah Yeah. we've just been on a live this morning aren't we on Instagram Um, and we
0: were asked um, a very similar question do we do any kind of friends and family discount do we do anything like that and straight away me and Shelby both went nope (laughs) and we don't we don't offer discount to anybody it could be my nana
1: she doesn't get discount (laughs) she can have a voucher she can have a voucher for her birthday
2: she gets one for mother's day (laughs) and she gets one for christmas a voucher and that's it That's amazing well my nan comes into the warehouse honestly she's terrible she like used the wipes at her allotment and i'm like nan stop and she's like, they're really good for cleaning my plant pots i'm like goodness sake Um, (laughs) they um, weren't designed for your plant pots though (laughs) were they (laughs) no well well, my name's on that and I'm like it's (laughs) like yeah so she she says that it's because her name's on some of the products that she's allowed to just take stuff from the warehouse but (laughs) it's funny um but yeah, I know I get it. And and we're really cautious about um about like heavily discounting. We it's it just doesn't know what there shouldn't be any reason, you know. You've gotta remember the reason why your prices as they are, it's good quality, you know, the service you're giving will back up um the prices that you're charging. But yeah, I always say don't charge more, charge right. Yeah. Uh, so don't see it as an opportunity to yeah, I'm gonna whack my price up. See it as an opportunity to look at your business and see how it might be able to be improved and even if it's the service you put your prices up but you make sure every customer that comes in has an extra five minutes of your time or you know like it should be about service not just treatment um so yeah I would definitely do that there's a lot of salons really doing well with it at the moment and then there's some that really could kind of use this as as an opportunity to kind of develop and uh, yeah I think it's I think it's don't charge more charge right
1: yeah and we found when we've been we've been taking bookings now from the 12th so when we're ringing everybody to say you know you had one would you want us to rebook it after the 12th we've been saying um just let you know we have had a price increase but you're going to receive an email with our new price list yeah. and not one of them has said or oh, yeah. well can I wait for your email or how much is mm-hmm. going up by they haven't even asked how much no, is going aren't. up
2: by yeah. they're literally like yeah that's fine just book me in on 12th Mm. i know i remember in the like the early days of the first lockdown and you there was quite a few posts about oh well, i've got to buy now Now i've got to buy ppe so i'm gonna have to charge more and i was thinking well it's probably not the best way to market it because obviously a lot of these treatments we should have been wearing ppe to start you know yeah. certain things we should be wearing that and accounting for that in our prices already 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 even so i think marketing it as as Um, is is the key to it you know like it shouldn't be oh well I'm now getting charged PPE because in six months if Boris goes you know what PPE you don't have to wear that anymore you know then you can kind of go well do your prices come down it makes you question it so you go in there with a really strong price and you go well this is for my service you know yeah you should not have to give excuses that it's called COVID or whatever else because the things that we should already be purchasing already be protecting ourselves anyway I'm not saying face masks like that obviously is a is, is an item we've apt to add on um but i think most people now are kind of ex, they expect to have to wear a face mask so it's not something we should be providing so it's always good to have some i guess but um yeah i think it's how you market in your price increase that's that's super important yeah and if anybody questions
0: you just tell them it's price of a costa coffee <laughs> yes exactly but you know like you don't bat an eyelid do you going to costa no. coffee no you know no. do you want a flake with that do you want some cream you okay i'll just they don't tell you they gonna slap Can an I extra quid
2: see. on it <laughs> no i'm not a coffee girl i'm a yorkshire tea girl of <laughs> <laughs> um, I, live, I live off coffee it's about the only thing that gets me through and um, that and obviously biscuits yeah. um not <laughs> biscuit. <laughs> eat <laughs> um when I was having a laugh in the office about obviously we're all gonna now like look at our summer bodies and I'm like I need to find some inspiration from somebody a bit curvier because I'm like I can I don't I don't want to exercise I want to go and enjoy summer you know yeah um, so yeah we'll just yeah I'm just going to embrace my extra little bit of uh COVID curves as we call them in the office I think we've and all got them we've all got them Rebecca yeah. so I don't think we need to worry no well it's having the kids in the office hasn't helped because you have to bring bribery snacks, snacks. You yeah. <laughs> call with no bribery snacks Hetty's kind of just knows now she walks into the office knows whether you're on a call or not and kind of gives you that look of you got treats <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay treats, quiet I'll leave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bless her.
2: talking okay. of
1: like bodies and clothes then yeah what do you or what is your take on
2: uniforms in the salon oh I'm old school I'm old school I'm like you wear a tunic you wear a uniform um you wear a uniform you wear a pinny you take a pinny off at the end of the day you wash it like I'm old school um, Yeah, old school yeah,
0: yeah. I think old school there were a bit of a trend of the aprons and wearing mm-hmm. your own jeans which is great you know mm-hmm. for a relaxed a relaxed feel and i think it was very Mm -hmm. quite trendy at one point but we've gone back to the traditional
1: trousers and
0: tunics haven't we Shelby
2: yeah we
1: have tunics and trousers in the winter and we have the tunic dresses in the summer yeah i think
2: i think yeah it's got to be practical if you're in a busy salad up and down a dress may not be appropriate but there's a lot of really good i know uh florence is it florence roby that's where ours are from we love florence uniform is beautiful like it's good quality it's got the elastic in it um you're not going to sweat any you know it's good quality product and I think I think going forward I think certainly even if it's not a tunic and you're going to just dress like all our girls in our office wear navy and they can wear it however they want to wear it to make sure they're comfy but we don't accept jeans because jeans is not work quite you know and yes. it's just about kind of separating yourself um and being consistent like we always say kind of this is one of the things we've kind of been working on with obviously Navy Educate and what we generally do because we're quite consistent with what we say and one of the things is obviously consistency is everything so if your salon they wander in and one day you've got a pair of jeans on it next day something else and it's a different color it almost kind of doesn't look legit you know it kind of looks a little bit so it's quite nice just to have you, you your customer come in and see that you're all wearing clean work wear and you've all kind of do you know even if it's just the same color like just having some consistency it helps yeah. with the service element as well i
0: yeah. i totally agree with that i think could you imagine going to your dentist mm. and your dentist you go one time and he's in his jeans and his vans yeah. i don't know it just won't feel right i don't think yeah, well, like that are you even that. professional maybe even mm. a dentist
2: yeah I I think is super important I think investing like when I had my salons we all the girls used to wear black now again they could wear any type of black they wanted but they must always always have their apron on and their apron was branded it got pockets whatever else every night in the washer washed dried and ready for the next day like that to me is is super super important and if they're doing waxing they'll just have one of the disposable ones over the top you know like there's, there's ways of being able to do it and still staying super super Professional, but yeah I think workwear is super important it's part of the service and we need to go back to the tradition of wearing work clothes for work I don't know Commander, yeah. were you the same when you'd wear the full white tunic with a little um little pumps and your hair tied back no way <laughs> we
0: didn't have to wear white thank the lord I can't <sighs> imagine what my backside would look like in white. Oh, but <laughs> I was
1: thing talking about i once worked in a salon that supplied us with uniform and it was white trousers and a colored t-shirt with the logo on Mm. and then white trousers were see-through they're not
0: flattering are they no we were always black tunics when i were at college so i'd be worried
2: about like the time and the month or something i'd be like yeah yeah no I don't think my trousers is for me and um, I quite like the scrubs um I've seen a lot of girls more so your semi permanent makeup girls wearing scrubs they look amazing yeah and clean and and it looks professional still so yeah I definitely think I'm I'm, I'm pro uniform definitely
1: yeah, yeah. we're yeah. with you we're with you Rebecca on we that found thing. the two advantages to going back to like the tunics was that one on a morning, you didn't even have to think about what clothes you were going to wear because you already had your uniform ready. And two, because of the material they're made out of, we actually wash ours. We have like two sets on the go, yeah. and we wash them as we go because they dry yeah. so quickly. Just wash them, okay. and they dry it next
0: day, and you hardly need to iron them.
2: <laughs> no, I, no, I completely agree. I think that's a, a really good point. Like having that kind of separation from work and home. Yeah. So, going to work and then because in our job you must admit Craig, if you're anything like me you get dms messages all times of the day and the night and sometimes it's hard to separate yourself whereas getting home taking off your uniform logging out of your dear dms and just getting into that happy pattern whereas if you're in the same clothes you wore at the salon like two hours ago it almost kind of yeah it just merges place, it? and same with like weekends if you've got the weekend off and you're in the same clothes that maybe you'd wear for work it just it just doesn't seem right so yeah definitely uniform is is a definite go to for going back to work yeah. yeah and i think it
0: instills confidence me yeah, yeah so yeah. one of the
1: things that me and mum sort of talk about a lot is that the fact that the beauty industry can be quite saturated there's a lot out there now um yeah. especially I mean i'm talking for where we live I, I could count about 13 that i can see from my window i'm not even joking <laughs> So one of the things that we wanted to ask you was, how can we sort of, as a salon owner, sort of up our standards and stand
2: out against all the other salons that are out there? Again, I think this goes to consistency. I think it is about service um, and obviously how you're marketing yourself. So for, for me personally, I know I would look for a salon that was consistent in brand first off. So if I'm going to go to their salon, it looks the same as their Instagram. It looks the same as their Facebook page, it looks the same as their price menu, you know? So consistency for brand is super, super important. Um, I think the products that you, that you have in your salon now, not everybody can afford to go kind of your high-end brands. But if you're going to stock a brand, be consistent with it, have the range, you know, like actually commit to and invest in, uh, in the products that you're using and making sure that they're consistent without kind of, that gives me comfort in knowing that the treatment is going to be completed fully and it's going to be kind of the value for the money that I've gone in there for, um, So consistency, product is super, super important. Your following up service is super important. So making sure that obviously I'm going to get a text, let me know if my appointment's there or do you know, like, kind? I know a lot of girls use the systems now, which is amazing. They didn't even invent these things. Like when I I, had (laughs) that, but having that like booking system, dead professional, you know, like having that kind of, um, kind of communication with your with your customers super important and knowing that there's boundaries um there of like not messaging at like 10 o'clock at night you know like just having that consistency I think it, and and service um and then obviously when they come in treat them like a customer we've got again so complacent to customers being it's like oh you're all right love take a seat and and kind of losing that that kind of service you know we we often find that in salons like they go in there to let off all their steam, but sometimes we're telling them our problems instead of them telling us, you know, it's like role reversal. So I think that service, making sure your customer comes in there and knows she can leave all their problems, you know, like, and not ever, I don't know, feel, um, I don't know, uncomfortable, you know, it's about yes. that. service. Yeah. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. how many times do you like when you know
1: you've got a new client? So you make sure that your desk is ready with your manicure yeah. products and yeah. you know you've rolled your towel really nicely. And they come in, Hi, Mrs. Whoever, you know, take a seat yeah. here. Can I take your cut? But then when it's your regular, like, Hey up, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <up, sit> <laughs> Hi,
0: Tracy. I told you to wait in your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it it it's like familiarity, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. everybody should be treated the same, and like given that warm welcome, that warm yeah. welcome. Then first, I mean, what do they say? Like you can, them first impressions within however many seconds. I think something like five seconds will set the tone for the rest of the appointment. A hundred percent. Yeah,
2: it does. And I think this this is the thing. And I was like saying, obviously, like standing out from your competitors. That first impression is everything, and then when Tracy does come in and we told her to wait in a car, like she gets it. But <laughs> just having that, you know, like you just feel so much better if you if you went into I don't know Debenhams and they everything was everywhere, and it was scattered. It made you feel like oh, a bit unnerving. Like just be prepared and you know just kind of remember like that it is a service and 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 what what you should expect. Like you, I think we we had a conversation before about you going to a dentist. Would you with him wearing? like his um with his just normal clothes on you know like just making sure that you stand out as a salon for giving a really good customer service and a really consistent treatment you know yeah. Um and
0: clients is- love it clients love the personal touch as well really? I found whether that's you know something maybe has been happening in their personal life and you know they've come in and you know I mean, how many times have we had clients cry on us? Or Oh, I know, yeah. You know, just to say, are you okay? Is everything okay? You know, I'm always here or whatever. Um, they they just love to
2: know that that they're valued. Yeah. No, that is the thing now. When you get those sell get those customers back into your sounds and remind them how valuable they are to you. You know, like I think that's going to be super important. I think we've all been on this really crazy roller coaster, and this is going to be the point where we all come together and go you're right do you know what I mean like yeah. like we're, we're in this together like this is really nice so no I I think definitely service service and consistency is just everything like yeah and making sure you're prepared you know like it, it is a business at the end of the day and I think this will definitely give us a little bit of a shake up to um yeah for like a new new standard I'm just saying mm. my own catch line but you know what I mean it's, service, <laughs> like, it's a new standard <laughs> hashtag <laughs> um but no it's exciting I think I think I think it will bring so much Go back to the salons is going to just bring so much to the table but not only our customers but for our competition but for our for our well-being I think it's really good I, I know I can't wait to get back into a salon like cannot wait
0: yeah I keep going through little waves I'm like oh I feel really nervous about going back it's like starting a new job yeah. and then like talking to you now it's like oh I can't wait yeah. you know you start thinking about all your clients that you've missed and you can't wait to catch up I do more gossiping than I do anything else so <laughs> I, <laughs> I do it. I do more of the chatting <laughs> don't, yeah, know, I don't know why I've still got clients all these years later I said to Shelby yeah. they just come for the banter and the
2: chat oh, but, oh 100% 100% like it is so important and you can't go wrong can you like being able to go somewhere and just have that kind of like place where you can just let it all out and leave looking a bit better well hopefully looking a bit better like my I know my eyebrows look like something yeah something else um my eyelashes have never been so bad (laughs) and leave not being a yeti oh I I am the hairiest person mr mr navy certainly is not impressed but the thing is, i just think oh, it's just too much time and too much effort. yeah
0: i mean i know we're laughing and jerking which is lovely to have that light side oh, and clients do love a little bit of a la- um, relaxed atmosphere but I don't think it should come at the expense of being professional yeah. as well. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it does. It completely, absolutely nails it. I think we go back into our salons, super planned, like I said, prepared. We're going to perfect that service. We're going to allow them to have that banter, but we're also going to allow them just to relax. We're going to enjoy, let them enjoy their treatment, let them like pay for their service, rebook back in, and it be a genuinely nice experience. Yeah, and again, like I said, remind them what they've been missing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah I think, it, I think it's good times ahead um, definitely I think consultation cards as well I think we've all become kind of um, complacent with the old ways now I feel like because I know our sales of consultation cards are through the roof at the moment because people are getting ready for salons to come back and they want to make sure that they've got all new updated information because you think these, these consultation cards are almost a year old now yeah. we need to make sure that we're kind of updating and we're kind of getting on top of things so um and the, like doing your cold covid disclaimers and yeah like, oh, and like checking. um like
0: you scan your um yeah. i can't remember what QR it's called code. yeah, yeah QR code. you can
2: go on need- to and download a qr code for your address so anybody that is listening to this and i've got a cell and it's super important that you do that just to make sure that we're um fulfilling our responsibilities for track and trace so you go on I think it's hmrc or is it gov.uk sorry yes. and just see your COVID QR code print it out dead simple or you can have it on your phone and they can scan it off your phone or computer yeah um, and do your track and trace that is super important to make sure that we do not get locked down again exactly. we've got to comply to COVID regulations I
0: know, um, I know like um it seems to be a thing that's been forgotten is consultation cards for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Um and I know we've just updated ours because we've we've asked in ours as any anybody had COVID, you know, yeah. whether it was twelve months ago, just so that we know and repatch testing yeah. um and things like that. So it's just such good time just to get them things yeah. in place. So maybe people didn't have a consultation card, yeah. but now maybe want to put that in, in place.
2: Well, one of the things we cover on Navy Education, because I was like, oh, what is Navy Education? It is about preparing your business to be, um, as 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 organized machine as you could possibly have. So we cover things like health and safety. So we say the first twenty pages of your beauty therapy manual that you never read, you know we go back to how to, what are we covering on a risk assessment like it's important salons are getting a more so now than ever will get checked over by your local authorities have you got risk assessments have you got your msds sheets for everything um you know and really going through that process of making sure you're super organized you've got everything ready so um but yeah covering on the course we cover topics um such as like your health and safety um, your risk assessments um insurance is a huge thing because i know obviously insurance companies now are, are being really thorough making sure that you're doing consultation cards and um, that you're filling out covid disclaimers um we cover a salon etiquette which etiquette seems like a really old word that no one uses anymore but etiquette have just been able to present yourself and uh, your business really well so i don't really I'm sure you guys will have been super organized but having um uh, terms of service so having something on your wall that says this is what i do this is what i'm offering this is what um i charge these the hours i work and kind of setting it out really clear because i feel in our industry we are really um kind of renowned for kind of not having those strict rules almost so yeah then boundaries yeah just just boundaries a little bit so having this terms of service um we it allows you to then run your business by these it's almost like a code of conduct your rules you know um And kind of setting those out in the early days. So when you go back to work, it's like, well, this is what I do. And this is what I'm about. This is my returns policy or my cancellation policy. And just being really clear and making sure that it's professional. It's not like, do you know, like thinking about personal things, it is actually just look. If if you don't turn up to your appointment within twenty four hours, this is the process for yeah. it. We've got that. We've got yeah. um, we've got
0: like um, client record cards. But as part of that, we've got like a GDPR um, privacy yes. policy. Then yeah. we go on to ask the permission to use um, any images that we then take. It is, yeah. then we it just go, it goes on and on and on. If I'm honest, cancellation policy.
2: If we went to our dentist or we went yeah. to a doctor, we would be obliged to make sure that our the information that they're holding is correct. And we are no different. Like, we have to do the same thing. It um, just
0: gives you a little bit of a backup, I think, as well okay. as a therapist, where when you say to somebody, I'm really sorry, you missed your appointment, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are going to have to charge you 100%. And if they did come back and say, well, I want to wear, they've actually signed yeah. You know, they've read it and they've signed it. I'm not saying all clients read it, and that's but. because they, they,
2: they fill them in so quick sometimes. I'm like, did you actually read that?
0: Yeah, well, like, on our
2: yeah. consultation, we've actually got a, a bullet on there that says, um, please be aware if you don't fill this out correctly, your insurance could be invalidated because it, it's so true. People don't, they just go, oh, I just put my name and and a phone number and it's fine it's like well actually no the insurance provider requests that I provide this information and if I'm not providing it it means I'm not insured and if I'm Mm -hmm. not insured and you try to sue me you're gonna not get anything like Mm -hmm. like if I mess this up you know so it's it's they've got to take responsibility too so Mm -hmm. having a really thorough consultation card explaining their responsibility as well as yours is super super important so that was I was really because obviously I ran salons we'd had all sorts we'd had Eyelash glue in eyes and <laughs> allergies, and you have to be protected. Sorry, I once had um, an argument with a lady
1: over a client record card. I was only about sixteen, and <laughs> Mum was upstairs doing a treatment on a lady in the treatment room, and I was downstairs just—I wasn't even carrying out treatments at the time. I was just literally letting clients come in, sitting them down, getting them to fill out the client record card, offering them a tea or a coffee. This yeah. new lady had come in and I said, "Would you mind filling out this client record card? Why?" I said, oh, we just, we, we require everyone to do it. You know, it covers, you you on our insurance and blah, blah, blah. Um, and oh, we also need to know your medical history because of this treatment and blah, 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 And she was like, I'm not filling that out. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like up <laughs> downstairs, like, mum, please come rescue me. <laughs> In the end, the lady actually left and then rang up half an hour later to say that she was annoyed that I'd asked her to do a client record card.
2: But yeah. then, would she be annoyed if we go to her? I'm sorry you had the allergy, but you're not insured because you it's, just it crazy. Out. Like, yeah. it's just crazy, like madness. So, yeah, that's super important. But it's really funny. We, you was just saying about being 16 in the salon. We used to do something, and I referred back to it the other day because one of one of our um, DMs, the lady was saying, "Oh well, like, what is the best way to try and make the most of going back to work? I've got like younger staff that aren't quite ready to be kind of filling their own clients and." do you know what we used to do and it worked an absolute treat was we'd have our normal therapist in our salon but we would always try and work with local colleges to get like new new girls in there so you'd get like your apprentices and stuff um and our apprentices we always used to set them a goal and it would be that when a new um when a new uh, client came in or like came in to see one of the main therapists it would ask them obviously if they want the tea and all the rest of it but then they would also ask them some if they'd like an add-on treatment so if the girl had come in for their eyelashes done the apprentice would say would you like me to paint your toes whilst you're having your lashes done and it would be five pounds or something that would just give them the responsibility of a doing a treatment on a real person and it would also give them the confidence of actually carrying something out the customer's not really expecting anything crazy but it allows you to then be able to teach that to teach that apprentice at the same time we did that and honestly the apprentices we used to let the apprentices take the money that they'd make from that treatment just as an incentive because obviously they're on absolute no it. but it was an incentive to get them working with them and it's actually a really good way of adding an additional revenue into your salon yeah. um so that is definitely something to look at like particularly if you've got kind of I don't know what commitments that people have got whether they've ended up still with their apprentices kind of pre-lockdown after lockdown but we found that worked really, really well, and the customer loved the fact that they'd got kind of the apprentice in and that they were helping them. And the yeah. apprentice, it worked really lovely. And I think it's ideas like that and about using your initiative to make sure that your salon's being super kind of efficient um, that will make you stand out. You know, um, I'm not suggesting that they do eyelashes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. polish, or you know, just a nice hand and arm massage. It, things like that just to give them the client contact and also like I said it's another revenue stream that you can hopefully uh, tap into um and it helps you kind of help your team as well get back into the swing of things so particularly salon owners yeah yeah I think we're going to be really slow when we go
0: back Shelby I'll yeah. be slower yeah. than normal <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna to have to stop it with the chat <laughs> oh. yeah
2: no it's that's the thing isn't it it's keeping up with your times now but yeah 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 but you've got to make the most of it all this time that we've been off I feel like everyone's going to be dead busy and it's trying not to go back into the salons being so busy that we forget the customer care yeah you know like we've got to do that and just allocate ourselves a little bit of extra time um and be prepared to be busy but it's good busy and having yeah. that mentality this is good busy we need this because we want these customers to come back to us you know yeah
0: and having these things in place as well are just going to streamline As businesses as home salons and hopefully take away some of that added pressure as well so that it can move quickly and efficiently
2: yeah no definitely I think I think it's these first few weeks of opening will be the biggest challenge to us but I think that's what will set us apart um but getting organized now is is the absolute um kind of pinnacle of it we've got to get organized now we've got maybe two weeks um and then those doors open so consultation cards get yourself planned and organized you know get the diary out uh, i know some therapists aren't taking appointments just yet and do you know what i don't blame them because it's been stop start it's a lot think, of work in it to, yeah, yeah, to do it is but it will be worth it like i would definitely commit to those late nights, but also commit to taking a few days off. <laughs> exactly. as well. Yeah, I was having a conversation. Somebody dropped
0: us a DM this morning um, through the podcast. And I was saying, you know, I am going back to work, but I'm not going back to work full, full on because it's going to be yeah. summer. And we've not been able to do anything as well. So being back to back fully but late evening every week, yeah. we're not going to enjoy it if we do
2: take a little bit of time for ourselves as well we're yeah, just going to burn exactly. out straight away yeah you need to be really really strict with how you're doing it um okay. but i would definitely say the planning stage should be very much in hand now so this would be the perfect time when this podcast go out it's monday isn't it so you have got yeah, yep. like 10 days or more just to get yourself really planned get your consultation cards in order, give the salon a really good spring clean, like get yourself stocked up. Obviously have a look at the dates of the use by dates of your products. I know we've done a, a campaign at the minute because the amount of people that bought hygiene and then we went into lockdown in October and they've not been able to use it. They've opened briefly in December and then it shut back down again. And, and some of it's like outdated now. We've just put a code up for like 50% off just to try and get people kind of replacing it without having that ridiculous excess cost. Um, yeah. So have a look at all your hygiene wipes, make sure that they're all right, your your products, you know, it might even be that you have to change some of the little things like the the sugar in your sugar dish or, do you know, like yeah. all those little bits and pieces, get everything organized, nice and tidy, get your consultation cards out and then get those diaries open. And you'll feel uh, better yourself. You'll feel more organized and more productive. I like what you said about your Google page because people forget about things like that, like google pages your facebook make sure that it's all fresh and it's ready you know consistency is everything like i said um and then obviously we were saying about discounts don't be tempted to drop a discount because you're just about to open your doors people will come to you no matter what your prices are just to make sure that they're ready for the summer so Yeah, yeah we
0: couldn't open at a better time i don't think no just heading into you know late spring early summer lovely weather we've been closed for such a long time everybody's desperate everybody's desperate to get back in and
1: if beer gardens and stuff are starting up to
0: open people start to wear
1: nicer clothes again they're making a bit more flesh on
2: yeah the toes come out I think I'm going to need some vitamin D before I start showing any flesh, everything. (laughs) just have a spray tan, yeah. Oh, that's a good... Are you offering that?
0: (laughs) You know, we used to, (laughs) and I would have gladly spray tan you, but when we've moved back home, we don't. If I can borrow my friend's machine and I'll come and spray tan you. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you'd need need a lot of spray tan. But yeah, I I think just having that, yeah, just, yeah, getting some vitamin D is what it's all about. I can't wait just to get into the garden with my friends. I've worked every day because I think it was, was it last weekend or this weekend you could go and see friends in a garden. I'm like, I will get there soon it, it's um it's been a bit manic these last few weeks, but um, yeah, I just can't wait to sit in the garden get a bit of vitamin D on my face with a gin and um yeah yeah a little definitely bit. I'm with you yeah. so
1: going back to Davy educate then slightly um how can you explain to us? how Navy Educate is sort of going to run and yes. what exactly it is? because I feel like there's still that bit of confusion compared
2: to sort of normal yeah. training courses yeah. shall we call it yes yeah. so it is not like any other beauty course at all so basically the the concept behind it is almost like a finishing school for beauty professionals so it's aimed at people that have already trained as a beauty professional, that could be a gel course, that could be a kind of full NVQ level four beauty therapy course. Um, So the idea is that it is a finishing school. So we cover everything from planning, um, preparing and perfecting. So that would be going down to everything from how your business looks to how you are speaking. It looks at your margins for your treatments. It looks at salon etiquette and service. Um, we go through everything so we do templates to make sure everyone's got like a risk assessment they've got a, a diversity and inclusion policy there you know they've got all those things that should be expected from a salon we look at um insurances and health and safety very thoroughly um including infection control and hygiene practices um so just kind of getting updated knowledge now obviously we work with the di- uh, director of infection control for the nhs very very thorough um but we look at all options we don't just go all and buy navy educate uh, by navy hygiene we go no these are the options that we've got and we lay everything out it's a very open independent course in that sense um so we cover like i said everything from your treatment management um sorry your, your treatment um consultation to business management social media we kind of cover the whole Plus, we touch on good practice with tools because obviously, there's a few tools that people are like, Oh, I don't know how this works or whatever else. So, we kind of go that as well. But it is like you imagine a finishing school for beauty therapists. This is the finishing school. So, on completion of the course, you get a beautiful gold plaque to go outside your cell, and that will signify. (laughs) We just put ours up, and I'm like, Oh my God, I love it. Um, And it's kind of going back to that traditional aspect of kind of signifying that you're kind of. Approved, like we're as a brand, we're we're cracking, we're sold in I think nearly 60 countries now. So we're quite consumers are recognising us. I think we was in Vogue magazine like five times in the last 12 months. Like consumers are recognising us. So the idea is that we put that navy approved outside the salon to give that reassurance that they're coming to a salon that is um accredited, it is um it carries insurance, it is the highest standard that it can be you know and it just separates like you were saying or oh, how do I stand out for my competition this is something that will allow you to do that um we also list um so once you've completed the course you then get listed on salon rated which is um something that have, we haven't quite we've been planting seeds let's say but we've not mm-hmm. quite launched as of yet so <laughs> salon Rated will be um a database which will allow consumers to find the salons that are um compliant so they are they are, they are certified, they are um, insured, they're carrying out good standards and that they've had um, like kind of continued professional development um, in their salons. So just again, allows that reassurance to the consumer. We must be asked oh, a thousand times a week, what salon do you recommend? And it's really difficult for us to go, oh, you can go here because we don't know how they work and what they're doing, are they insured? Are they, you know? So this kind of, it just allows us to, have that database where we go, oh yeah, such and such. They they're they're incredible. These are the treatments they use, this is what they provide. And again, like I said, it's independent. So you could be a, a cnd tech, you could be a biosculpture tech, it's absolutely irrelevant. It's just about how you manage your business um and how you kind of um like your etiquette as a as a salon, you know, like that is what people need to kind of have. It's almost like a, a checker trade. So you have like a trekker trade for like a builder it's almost like a check and trade for a salon it's it's not reviewed so it's not like oh you've got three stars I've got four stars it is about being listed as somebody as as a credible salon you know a salon that cares about their customer about their treatment and that withholds a certain kind of level of um professionalism yeah that sounds really exciting I was saying to Shelby that there's
0: nothing like that um for the the beauty the beauty industry yeah. at
2: all. Well, we're really? from Yorkshire. We are like hosts. We love to host, don't we? Like, we love to host. So the idea of this is it's done in the most beautiful cottage in, in Yorkshire. Um, we've paired up with a local hotel that is like a four-star hotel. It's absolutely beautiful and they've put a rate together so anyone that wants to travel up like as a group, you know, like a couple of people and and want to come on the course together, they can. We hosted everything so we've got local, um, it's all supplied by local produce so Um, the food the drinks the snacks everything's all included there's no like you come as our guest is what we say Um, and we're going to demonstrate good etiquette and good service and hope that it then mirrors back into your businesses
0: yeah I think it's I mean one thing that's going to be amazing that comes out of lockdown is that standards whether that's hygiene standards business practices are going to elevate anyway but obviously with Navy Educate that is just going to be like the pinnacle and how many of us are going to want that plaque on our salon doors yeah, all and fighting <laughs> for them? i'm like we can't wait to attend
2: no well yeah we're going to see is it the tw- 21st isn't it but yeah we, we have tried to do really really small class obviously we're really really efficient with the whole covid thing so we've tried to make sure the classes are super super small initially and then obviously as we kind of come out of lockdown at the end of the summer we'll do slightly bigger class i think the max will hold is 12 um and again like I said it'll be really really intimate um a really really intimate course but one of the good things with it um is is obviously the fact that we all get to meet <laughs> like yeah. so many people like that we speak to every day on Instagram whatever else and they're like oh I can't wait to meet you and we we genuinely can't wait to meet them because there's a lot of names that you see on every day and you're like oh my goodness like you just been able to see them after speaking to them for like an hour like for a whole year sorry and not actually knowing who they are so yeah I can't I want to be part of it like the course is run by Nicola and Paige um who works for us here at HQ and yeah I'm like I want to be on every call. <laughs> <laughs> you're like me the chief chatter Oh, I know. We have never got anything done, we'll just sit and chat. But I'm hoping, like on the Friday course, if we've got a few staying over, we can obviously just like get dinner and stuff afterwards. But I just want it to be like dead relaxed, dead like independent. Because I know like it's really difficult because people go, Oh, well, do I have to have navy tours? I'm like, no, do I have to use navy hygiene? No, come on the course. It's about your business, it's about being independent. There's a lot of tour brands now, there's a lot of hygiene options. Like you come onto the course to to finish your business and that's whatever suits that, you know? It's not about being brand compliant. It's about setting a new standard. And we would be hypocrites if it was like, oh no, you have to buy Navy, you know? That's mm-hmm. not what we're about. Um, so yeah, and Babtec, oh my goodness they have been so supportive throughout like the whole um process of setting it up and and getting it right we've got a, such a good relationship with them uh, and are really proud to obviously be accredited by them as well so um we're looking forward to hosting them on the course as well so you can see actually how it's because it's took us oh crikey probably 18 months to put the yeah. course together i think um, i think it's what you're saying rebecca about babtac Babtac
0: obviously know that something like this has been needed for a long long time yeah so it's just a whole new positive is what i i see it
2: as a hundred percent and meeting
0: with your friends you know also you know that have also got the same goals as well Mm -hmm. wanting to same mindset to take the
2: business that step further and be the best that they possibly can it's just remembering that we're not in competition it is very much like people will go to people for different reasons they'll go to you or they'll go to a competitor down the road it's not about competition you know it's up to you to stand out and be completely different to them for them to come back you know like it's just separating yourself from uh, that kind of mindset that you'd be in competition you're not you know like people come to you for you and and that's the most important bit Mm -hmm. um and I think hopefully by bringing people together in the same room, like we find there's a lot of techs now that are like befriending each other on Instagram. And that's, that is amazing. Like it allows you to have that network because our role and our industry can be quite lonely. Yeah. Um, so I think it's liberating and I just cannot wait to get the salons open and to get everybody kind of back into the swing of things. It's so exciting yeah
1: it is very exciting how often will navy educate classes be run will do you have sort of a plan
2: well yeah at it? the moment we've well we didn't expect like i always say this because i'm like with with whenever we bring anything out we go right okay so let's do double this time because it's going to go crazy we don't want to disappoint and then it sells out again i'm like oh, <laughs> but you never know so we listed i oh, we listed quite a few dates thinking oh we'll probably just run one a week and we've ended up doing it, i think two a week at the minute and most of the dates that we've got left have got one and two um spaces on it so we're gonna have to now release some more dates um but we're finding most people are travelling up together they're coming from all over and they're travelling like in twos and threes and um kind of keeping within their bu- bubble from their borough if that makes sense yeah. um so three salons you know like in the same region um so yeah i think that's that's been quite yeah cuz they're all coming together so they're taking block bookings cuz obviously we only take eight um eight at the moment on a class so um yeah they're getting full pretty quick we definitely out- outdid our expectations again
0: yeah i can see why i can see why mm. so anybody who's listening if you're thinking about it get on
2: oh, <laughs> Get bumped on <laughs> i will give the beauty edit a code there's no <laughs> actual codes out at the moment for now obviously we tried to do codes with um brand partners on instagram and stuff but they nobody has codes for educate at the moment because to be fair with you It was that much of a a palaver the day it launched because we launched the Navy hygiene wipes on the same day. And I was like, oh God, we've got no code set up. So what I will do is I'll put a code together for the Beauty Edit uh, podcast, a special code um, to to run what, for the next 90 days?
0: Ooh, we'll love a good discount code.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that'll take you to the end of July. Um, So anybody that's listening before July, um, yeah. I'm sure Shelby at the end of this will give you a code um, yep. and on it. I can certainly set that up. Yeah. How exciting. I yeah. just love it. I so,
0: know. Yeah. What a positive note to end on. Yes. Do you yeah. know, it's just so exciting. Yeah, it is. The sun oh, is shining.
1: Yeah.
0: We're all ready to open now.
1: We know exactly what we need to be doing, thanks to Rebecca. Yeah. And <laughs> we've <got Navy laughs>
0: to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. And meeting up with.
2: Fellow minded Texan. Yeah. Well I just can't wait. That is going to be it. I'm just gonna sit on every course and they'll be like, Rebecca. Shouldn't you be in your office? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's market research. I need to sit here and chat with <gasps> everybody. Yeah. Um no, it's gonna be amazing. I'm so so excited. And I will look forward to meeting you two on the twenty first. Yes. Yes. well it was A year maybe just slightly less than a year since I saw you last. So yeah. Oh, it's bizarre, bizarre. Yeah.
0: But yeah, well, thank you so much for your time, Rebecca. We it. know how busy you are—super, super busy. Um, so thank you for sparing us like two hours of your time.
2: <laughs> Not a problem at all. I've just noticed as I'm just saying bye, Hetty stood at the door with treats. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to have to, go to come and on. on and
0: say hello. <laughs>
2: oh no, goodness no! She's fine. <laughs> she's all right. I think Maxine's going to give us some treats. Um, so <laughs> no, yeah, it's um. She's um, so yeah no it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having us
0: thank you so much for listening to this episode if you've enjoyed our podcast please leave us a review and subscribe
1: we would love to connect with you on social media you can follow us on instagram at the beauty edit podcast or join our facebook group the beauty edit podcast
0: society thank you so much again and please do look out for another episode of the beauty edit podcast